0: Herzlich willkommen zu einer neuen Ausgabe des Podcasts, der International Baseball Community. Hier ist Euer Host David Burns. Danke schon Lisa, für that wonderful introduction. My name is David Burns, and I'm the host of the International Baseball Community Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Baseball New Zealand, and I have the CEO of Baseball New Zealand, Ryan Flynn, on the podcast. Ryan is an American who made his way to New Zealand uh, through a unique path, which he's going to tell you a little bit about, and then he's going to dive into the exponential growth within Baseball New Zealand and the opportunities that that has led to for young baseball players to take their career over to New Zealand. So without further ado, let's get on with this podcast. This is the podcast, episode number 17 with Ryan Flynn. Ryan, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Very good.
1: Thanks for having me, David.
0: Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule there. Um, Before we get into Baseball New Zealand, maybe you can tell me a little bit about your background and and how it's led to your position as CEO of Baseball New Zealand.
1: Sure. I was a high school and collegiate player in uh, upstate New York, played uh, at a pretty good college. We were uh, NAIA power and then we were Division II NCAA power my four years there, the College of St. Rose. And uh, when I wasn't drafted, I just moved around the world and Happened to uh, secure a bunch of jobs with Major League Baseball or organizations around the world delivering baseball and um, made my way to the little island of Guam and uh, played on Guam in their semi pro league. And the kids there can play, uh, you know, to U.S. territory. So they played baseball there for a long time. Uh, they just don't play it to get out of poverty you know, like, um, parts of, you know, the Dominican Republic and, and other, other parts of the world, they played more social, but they can play. Um, but anyways, I took over the program and, um, we almost guided the team to the Olympics. We were three wins away. Um, in South Africa, uh, secured the final seat in the 2000 Olympics in Sydney, Australia. Um, uh, long story short, that's where I learned how to build a program, a baseball program. And when the New Zealand job came up, um, in 2009, I threw my hat in the ring and um, was chosen out of a number of candidates, and have been here for uh, four years.
0: Wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah. yeah, basically, maybe you can take us through the history of baseball in New Zealand and 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 how it's developed over the over the recent years, maybe the last five to ten years. Sure.
1: Sure. Um, look, baseball was played in the 30s, 40s, when the, the Canadian and American GIs were here. And um, softball and baseball were both played here. For some reason, baseball took a dip, a nosedive, and softball, fast pitch, rose up, and the guys and the girls, but mostly the guys, believe it or not, became the best in the world at fast pitch softball, a lot of the guys. Um, but baseball just kind of puttered along, and in 89... It, it rose up in small pockets in Auckland, and then uh, 15 years later, a little bit in Christchurch down on the South Island. But it was really still puttering along. And then the, the Board of Directors for Baseball New Zealand, which is a nonprofit, you know, the, the, the governing body for the sport, decided to hire um, somebody who would build the organization, you know, systems and structures, put structures in place, raise funding, and... Um, so I was lucky enough to get that job. And um, and ever since then, we haven't really looked back. We've we've been in the World Baseball Classic qualifiers, and that was a huge coup um, because we were the only unranked nation out of all 28 nations in the WBC. Um, we've gotten kids signed uh, by major league teams. We've gotten a lot of kids off to college. Uh, we brought out Curtis Granderson, Mark Melanson, Nick Hundley. Um, we had... Paul Goldschmidt and Derek Hall here uh, about 12 days ago from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, So we've had a lot of success. You know, we've risen from unranked to 28th in the world in just one year. Our numbers have gone from 800 to 6,000 in just the last 36 months. And um, we really think New Zealand could be a legitimate global power in the game, Um, especially if we can – keep working to bring baseball and softball together so that they can work together to, to secure opportunities for both boys and girls, men and women, and, and figure a way to do that in a small country. Um, and that's the goal right now, and, and just trying to build up infrastructure and, and get coaching in place. I mean, really, when you build a baseball program, it's infrastructure and coaching and umpiring. Those are the big ones. Okay. Um, and that's what we're working on right now every day. Okay so uh, basically it's been exponential growth in the
0: last four or five years since you've been there and uh, yeah um, so what what impact have american import players uh or what what kind of impact have they played or what role
1: have they played in that growth growth yeah there's a you know there's a there's a there's a bunch of americans involved in the game all, all the way from the the board of baseball new zealand businessmen american businessmen there's uh, two or three that have been on the board since i've been here who are are key members of the community all the way down to coaches um and players and and i know you spoke with owen reed one of the american players we had out here uh, i believe he was at central city baseball club a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and he did a great job and so he played in our men's – our only true men's league right now, though it's rising up in Wellington and Christchurch, is in Auckland. And so clubs are starting to get very aggressive about trying to secure one or two foreign-based players to come in and play and coach. So maybe receive either airfare or in a, in a stipend or, or some sort of pay. And then we all work together to try to get that young man as much pay as possible. Um, and keep them out as long as possible but we at least from september october through march april um, you can play in our men's league and also coach and earn money at the same time that's the goal right now for us okay. that's the goal and so you you said the
0: the majority of the clubs are within auckland or all the clubs are within the auckland area
1: no they're not uh there's certainly room okay. it, it's all about funding for us right now david yeah. it's um We've run the program on very little money, but it's rising. Things are happening so quickly. Every year in our lifespan is like 10 years in another baseball program. Things are happening and moving so quickly. Land's being secured. Fields are being built. Diamonds are being built. We're working to try to build a stadium so that we can host a team in the Australian Baseball League, the Professional League. Um, Because right now we send most of our top players out of the country where they can get better. We send them to college or try to get them an independent ball or professional ball and then to play in the ABL uh, if they're a professional player in the, their offseason in America or North America. And so, you know, what we're trying to do, though, is get one or two American or Canadian or foreign-based players at every club so that they can elevate the level of play in the men's league and and then also teach kids at all, all age groups get into the school surrounding the club but we do have clubs in Wellington we have clubs in we have three clubs new clubs in Christchurch we have a club in Hawke's Bay that's rising up very quickly uh, uh, Cambridge and Northland and so those clubs are also looking for guys to come in and it and it takes a special kind of young man to come in there's not a lot of baseball it's kind of a it would be more, more coaching outside of Auckland than it would be playing um but, you know, to see one of the most beautiful countries in the world for a year, that's the, that's the goal. Try to get guys out that want to help build something at the ground level.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's, that was basically segues right into my, my question. One of my next questions was, can you describe the ultimate uh, type of player slash coach that you're looking to bring over? What kind of qualities would they have and what kind of background should they have? And, uh I also kind of want to know and I have an idea of, of how many opportunities are there for such a person to come over to New Zealand.
1: Yeah, I, you know, the, the, the opportune person would be someone that's good with children. Um, they're able to work with older kids, uh, teach, you know, a wide variety of skills. If they're an infielder and they can also uh, – they also know how to pitch a little bit. You know, we, you know, we're converting so many kids from other sports that pitching – is crucial for us. And a lot of our pitchers have, uh, we pushed them off to college in America. So our level of pitching has uh, decreased in our men's league. So right now, pitching is at a premium in this country. And, you know, you look at the softball, softball kids are great athletes coming to baseball. But at 16, 17, they're not going to convert to to become a pitcher uh, for the first time in their lives, typically, right? If we get them off to America, to college or professional ball, they're going to be an infielder outfielder and um so we are looking for a lot of pitchers there aren't a ton of opportunities right now but i think the best bet would be to uh cast the net fairly wide and start with us at baseball new zealand and and send their resume to us their cv and then we would send it out to clubs and then work with the clubs to try to raise as much money as possible even if it was five to ten thousand dollars over a over a three or four or five, six month period and then let them travel and and help the young man travel during our off season. And then we feel that some of these kids are going to stick maybe. And, um, and maybe we can find some long-term employment because what we're trying to do is position uh, good coaches around the country to, to, as the game rises very quickly and put them in key positions around the nation. So we do get quite a few resumes, David, from um, ex college players, uh, minor league, ex minor league players, um who are starting to look our way and send their resume and say hey we want to coach we want to play and i encourage them especially in auckland obviously to play because it helps they can teach younger kids 17 18 year olds that they're playing with in a men's league um you know some of the finer points of the game that our our kids don't know yet right some of the intangibles so we really encourage them to do both
0: okay so i uh, basically, I know a lot of the guys that are on my website really don't have a ton of coaching experience, but they're intelligent young men with, with uh, yeah. pretty decent yeah. baseball backgrounds. Are there, Is it even a possibility for some of that, or do you basically have to have some sort of coaching experience
1: or no. certification? No, you don't. I think it's yeah. being aggressive and, and, and coming after us a little bit and then going to the clubs as well and saying, look, this is who I am. And I think Owen was very aggressive, one of the young men you spoke to, and, and chased down an opportunity and um, was able to make a lot of friends here and, and get a very unique um, um, experience in this country and then move, move over to Australia. Obviously, Australia is far advanced right they're 13th in the world they've produced Grant Balfour and Dave Nielsen and they've got a ton of minor leaguers and college players and we're we're probably 10 years behind them but but the thing with New Zealand is we can close the gap really quickly as we keep building facilities and bring more and more coaches out player coaches um that can coach our coaches and coach the players i think these these young men that come out have to be comfortable though coaching all age grades Right. And and be comfortable enough and be and be ready to just dig in. It's not a nine to five kind of job. You know, you've got to fill the gaps and and pick up the pieces and bring balls to the field and and just be ready for you're at a startup kind of opportunity. You know, and and if you like that kind of thing, this is a great place to be. And obviously, it's one of the most beautiful countries in the world. And, you know, I'll I'll give you an example. Matt Mills was a, a coach that came out here a couple of years ago from Canada. And Matt just happened to be in the right place at the right time, and he became our, our top guy. And we hired him at a decent salary. He did a great job for us. He, um, he became our top pitching coach, and he, he, we, we sent him to train with the Boston Red Sox for three weeks. Um, he went all over the world with our national team. So there are things rising up quickly, and, it, and if you're standing, if you're, if you're one of the guys standing when things happen you know, and you're doing a good job at a club – We'll grab you quickly and say, let's go to work. You know, we're, we're in, we'll be in the next WBC, we believe. You know, we'll, we're sending a Ripken team to the Ripken World Series next August. Mm -hmm. Um, and we haven't filled that coaching staff out yet. So opportunities are coming our way. We're negotiating with two major league baseball teams to, to, um, to help us rather than just with major league baseball and that would include sending our coaches to train with two major league baseball teams every year Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of very unique opportunities for someone that's looking to build a resume and a cv if they're willing to be diverse and roll with the punches a little bit if that makes sense
0: yeah and there's definitely opportunities for somebody uh, on a long-term basis uh, within baseball new zealand from the sounds of it so it all sounds very very exciting and uh you know, I, I'm. I, I wish I was a young guy and I could throw my hat in the ring and try to get over there.
1: <laughs> We'd love to have you. But my We'd days are over
0: you. now. But it's, it's it's exciting to hear this. Uh, you know, I know one of the guys on my website is currently over there. Nick Stanley just just signed on yep. and he's over
1: there right yep, now. Yeah, that's right. And Nick's and doing a great job. I talked to him yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and he's exactly uh, what you described. Uh, I noticed he was probably the most active member of my website. He was on there every yep. single day uh yeah. and, you know he did what he had to do to get over there and i it just sounds like there's a ton of opportunities coming up and uh ryan i'd, I'd love to ask you a ton ton of more questions uh my sure problem her. is sure. i have to get to work but um maybe i we can do a follow-up interview and maybe get a little into a little more detail about the fundraising end of things and the, the build-up and development of baseball new zealand into a little more detail now that we've covered the opportunities for
1: uh international baseball players you just tell me when, David, and we can talk about Nick. He's doing a fantastic job, and we're glad he's here. And maybe he'll even stick longer too. That would be that would be good for all of us.
0: Yeah, I, I think it'd be good to follow up and, and just talk about uh, you know the job that Nick's doing there, and then maybe others can try to follow suit and follow his pathway, and guys like Owen and yourself, and and try to work your way, their way into baseball New Zealand and maybe
1: even over to Australia. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well, they work together. Australia and New Zealand work together a lot, and, and they're our big brother right now. But we hope to rise up to have that great rivalry that rivalry that exists between USA and Cuba, Japan and Korea. That's our hope that New Zealand. Australia will be a great rivalry in baseball someday like it is in rugby and other sports here.
0: Well, it sounds like you're on the right track for that. So, uh, Ryan, I appreciate Forget your time, that. and uh, we'll be in touch. And, uh, yeah, I'll definitely look into trying to schedule you in the near future for a follow-up interview and uh, have a ton of more questions and just sounds no, great. no time today. But thanks again. Sounds great. And uh, take care, and we'll, uh, we'll be in touch.
1: We'll t- talk soon. Thanks, David. Thanks that ends
0: podcast episode number 17 with ryan flynn the ceo of baseball new zealand uh ryan told us a little bit at the beginning about his story where uh, he took his game after college overseas which led to uh, some time in guam and uh, where he built up the baseball program there and that's where he learned how to do that and then that led to his job uh, with baseball new zealand as the ceo uh he also mentioned that uh the rapid growth or exponential growth in baseball in New Zealand, which is just going to present more opportunities uh, in the future. Uh, The numbers have gone from 800 to 6,000 in the last few years. Uh, So that leads to uh, yeah high demand for coaches uh, for coaching the youth. Uh, So uh, they're looking for young guys with a ton of enthusiasm. Uh, You don't necessarily have to have coaching experience, but uh, you need to be good with kids and, and want to want to be coaching. So if you're a guy that's just looking to go play baseball, then, Baseball in New Zealand perhaps isn't the answer for you. If you are interested, then... Uh Ryan basically said, uh, send your resume in through Baseball New Zealand instead of directly to the clubs. It looks like they're funneling all resumes in through Baseball New Zealand and they're making the decisions and placing uh, the people of their choice throughout uh, the country where they see that they're needed. If you found this podcast helpful, uh, please share it on Facebook or like it or uh, tweet it or other social networks that you're using. Uh, or you can go to the website and comment uh, at the bottom of the podcast episode. I'd appreciate any of that feedback. Uh, I'm always looking for it. I'm also looking for a sponsor because I want to start putting out more episodes, but that costs money. And uh, so if anyone uh, knows a sponsor that's baseball-related or or works for a company that perhaps would want to sponsor, then uh, I'm looking for a sponsor uh, where we would put in a a 15-second ad partway through or at the end of the podcast. And uh, yeah, so... Feel free to email me if uh, you're interested in that. It's community at gmail.com. Also, any listeners that want to be a future guest on the podcast, uh, I'm always open to hearing your story. And uh, if it fits with the podcast, then uh, I'd be happy to get you on. So also you can email me at that same email address. Or if you want to get involved in any other way, I'm open to uh, any ideas. Uh, uh, I just want to meet more people and network with more baseball people around the world. So, Feel free to email me with any ideas or thoughts uh, of getting involved. So thanks for listening, and best of luck to you all in 2014. Dankeschön, Lisa, for that wunderschön introduction. Dankeschön, Lisa, for das wunderschön introduction.